0: We locked in right now. It's the wheel One Podcast. Your boy Master toy got a special guest in the cut right here. You know, it's my friend Maddie. You uh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's gonna introduce herself to the people, and you know, she's gonna tell you guys about like, tell me about yourself. Like, you know, oh we, we get right We get right into it on the okay, podcast. You so, know.
1: Maddie. I live in Scarborough currently, and I'm a florist. Nothing too uh, exciting on my end.
0: <laughs> oh. No, the, no, the, the flowers are are very, are very exciting. You know, yeah, you know, a little education yeah, it's there. Fun. It's fun, you know. So, you know, we we usually dive. We get right into it. You know, we dive deep. So, you know, we like to talk about like the family upbringing. You know, siblings, uh, all that. Like, you know, we want to we want to want to hear all the the good stuff and all that all that.
1: Sweet. Okay. Well sibling wise i have an older brother but i am the only like woman in my family it's all men so (laughs) that's a life that i lead but (laughs) yeah i don't know
0: now now how does that like as growing up how is that like how how did that like affect you being like the only like you know woman only girl around Uh,
1: i feel like it turned me into that stereotypical tomboy really early and That's i felt I like concerned. because my family didn't know how to like raise a girl they were like we'll just raise you as a dude instead and <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> it, it sounds bad but like i like i don't have any children but like at the same time i always thought like if i were to be a girl dad i might do something like that i
1: feel like most dads are like that though the moment they have a daughter they're like i need to teach her to be a weapon yes. of like mass destruction because she has because, to
0: defend herself yeah like they because <laughs> all of a sudden
1: they think back to all the times they were shitty to women and exactly. all of a sudden now they're like oh my god i have a daughter i actually have to respect yeah and, and it, it, teach
0: her that like oh my god and it, 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 it's a scary thing because i like, i'm not gonna lie to you you know i've i've been a scumbag before in my lifetime I think and we
1: all have at some point in time. I feel like that's a human experience. He, uh,
0: definitely, definitely. But like at the same time, I know I, I look back on it, not a good thing, and it's like if i do have a daughter i i really want to teach her to like stay away from certain things and if you have to be able to punch somebody in the face
1: that's true i think that's a viable lesson that everybody needs to know
0: very true do
1: no harm but take no shit
0: exactly exactly that's a big thing that i like like you know live on but like you know so tell us about some like hobbies and passions that you had when you were a kid like growing up
1: oh okay so
0: wait wait hold on before we even get into that before we even get into that (laughs) can we yeah before we even get into that let's talk about when we say the upbringing like where are you from originally i am from tel
1: aviv israel fun i know especially with everything that's currently happening there right now it's a harsh topic um obviously i don't support what the fuck is happening because yeah um, those are Zionists, not yes. Jews. I feel like I need to preface that.
0: Yeah, um, the difference.
1: Yeah, so I grew up there for a while for the first half of like my childhood, and then um, my brother and I were given up for adoption, and I ended up in Canada in Scarborough mm-hmm. with this lovely older couple. They're basically, you know, my grandparents, but I, you know, I re- I was learned everything from these people Mm. and unfortunately my mother passed away in 2020 i'm currently taking care of my dad right now because he you know they're older so he's Mm -hmm. 85 okay yeah kind of being raised like once i came to canada it was kind of hard to when you're at school and everyone's like who's the old person picking you up you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like that's my mom <laughs> but yeah and then ever since i came here you know i've been living in scarborough representing scarborough
0: okay so, okay yeah. see like now with growing up like you know back in tel aviv like how was that as a, just as a child because like you know for me like growing up here i haven't really traveled that much i'm not gonna lie to you so it's like i love hearing the experiences of people from um, other places
1: you know it's a different Atmosphere, you know, and you know, like I don't want to sound super depressing either, because you know I loved my time there, and my family was there, and you know, it's still like my country in some form or another, mm-hmm. and but you know, we learned a lot about because you know this whole war that's happening, yeah, um, has been happening for like centuries, yeah, of course, and so you know, as a young kid, you were, you were taught like to go to the bomb shelter and ah. stuff like that, and. You know, we all coexisted together. Like I felt like you know some of my closest friends were Palestinian, mm-hmm. and you know, you unfortunately I feel like a lot of us kind of how do I explain it? They we kind of tuned out a lot of what happened there because okay. you know there was bombings and other you know other type of things. So as much as I like love israel because that's where i'm from i'll probably never go back and that's just a reality of the situation you know because especially with the war that's happening yeah and everything like that but you know i enjoyed israel for what it was but i will always call canada my home
0: see like I, i i appreciate just that that whole thought process right there because just it's crazy to think like when you said as a kid you're like kind of taught to like go to like the bomb shelters and it's like when you're saying that to me it's like wow I couldn't imagine that as a kid, like, that, that. normalizing that, like, that type of atmosphere. And so it's like, I can understand where you mean, where it's like, you love it for what it is, because, like, obviously it's where you're from, but then it's like, well, you know, when you look at the reality of things, it's like, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: and, like, you know, I'm a proud Jew, but I'm not a Hasidic Jew, and that's a completely different aspect, mm-hmm. and there's different rules to it. And Israel was predominantly, at least when I was back there, um, Hasidim. And I didn't follow that type of path or scripture. Okay. And at least here, you know, you can just be a typical normal person here. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but, you know, when I first immigrated here, like, I still had those aspects from Israel, right? And, like, when you're a kid, kids are, can be cruel, very, right? Very <laughs> cruel. <laughs> kids can be so fucking cruel. Like, I love them to death, but, like... Sometimes it's too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like, I always heard, there's three people. There's three types of people who are honest, drunks, people who are angry, and children. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a that's a
1: pure fact, you know. <laughs> and you know, when I came here, I was wearing like so. In Jewish culture, we have a headdress called a tishel, mm-hmm. and it's to cover your hair. And I wear it pretty frequently, just not as much as I used to. Okay, um, because I'm showing my hair right
0: now. <laughs>
1: um, but you know kids at school would be like why the fuck are you dressed like that you know you're here in canada now you don't need to be like that
0: ah they're trying to make you like assimilate to the melting pot of
1: course and like of course i did as a kid i just wanted to not be bullied yeah of course you know and then you find out later on in life they'll bully you for other things too so really there's no way it's, this it's situation. fucking regardless <laughs> yeah, no matter what so
0: <laughs> yeah that's the, th- the funny thing that we learn about like you know growing up as kids but like speaking about like you know growing up as kids like some of the passions that you had as a kid like does any of them still are they still like currently oh 100
1: percent! i've been drawing since i was a kid and i still draw now oh. art have, will always be a part of my life and i can't see my life without it
0: Now no no tell me like how you first like deep dived into like getting into like art in general
1: I was always fascinated
0: by like art galleries and museums
1: and cinematography in general. Like I was one of those kids parents, you know, they put you in front of the TV a lot. And mm-hmm. I remember, especially here in Canada, Art Attack. <laughs> Do you remember that man? Saved my childhood. <laughs> I loved him, and I remember just being like, "Fucking crafts, yes, <laughs> right?" Because I'm not good at math either, so like I was just uh, like, uh, I had I to choose something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, I played a lot of sports growing up too, but I feel like. What stayed the most is my love of art and reading. Like, I think it'll always be there because, you know, I think as artists, we struggle that we always have to promote our work. We always have to make something to post onto social media. And only as of recently, like I can admit this, even in the past six months, I've just been doing stuff for myself. (laughs) which has been really nice a really nice change
0: cause like I feel even me too like I'm not uh, no, I would say an artist like in your form but like you know it's being someone who like kind of like creates things it's like I feel the same thing where it's like I feel like the pressure is like if I don't continuously create something new and put it out no one's gonna give a fuck about what oh, I'm yeah, trying to do oh yeah and especially
1: with the social media algorithms man. Oh, yeah. like if you don't post every fucking day on Instagram Twitter TikTok whatever it is you're lost in the abyss of it
0: exactly and and you miss a lot of good things in there, and a lot of like, like a lot, a lot of greatness. I, I like to say because it's just a lot of people who are just overlooked. hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. And sometimes, like, I just have no patience for social media. I
0: don't. I, I agree. I, I don't. totally agree with you because it's. I always say social media is usually people's highlight reels. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. it's that you know, they never show the the down times. You know, no. it's, it's just everything's all good, all gravy.
1: Yeah. Like, actually, I'm just crying in my bed right now, but I'll post this selfie because that's what Instagram tells me to exactly. do, you know?
0: Felt cute, might delete later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, but, like, speaking of that, like, you know, with the social media and everything like that, and, like, even with you being an artist, you know, I'd like to talk about, like, how you your views of society also yeah just how, like how your views our society is like as a woman and just like you know with you being also someone who's immigrated here to canada um, and like even with your experience you know we we'll get a little bit into that later about about like your experience in the you know in the military as well
1: you know the patriarchy sucks for everybody that's how i tar- like it for men women cisgendered non-cisgendered it sucks for everybody and yeah. we're just trying to fucking navigate at this point and sometimes i look at I, you know before when i was younger i felt like i depended on social media a lot mm. and i felt like especially when you're bullied and you feel alone like i was that kid dumb stupidly let's be honest stupidly yeah. like on chat rooms <laughs> when i was younger i was that girl on omegle at no. like the age of like 12 or whatever and even before that because because I took advantage of the fact that my parents were older. They knew nothing of the internet.
0: So they, they don't know what you're doing. No,
1: they did not know shit. Yeah. And you know, I feel like we've watched the trends go with social media. Like I was the person on Tumblr, you know, mm. and Tumblr was sick until it basically became like 4chan again. <laughs> and I was a 4chan, and I hate to admit, this is where my degeneracy is gonna come out. I used to <laughs> cruise on 4chan all the fucking time. And you know, you get to see the good, the pros and cons of social media. Pros being like you get to learn so much more than what we did back in the nineties. Yeah, you know, we get to learn more about what's actually happening in society, right, whether right, it's negative time. or positive. We get to actually be informed. But I also think we've become with a society with social media is that is the basis for every argument, and I feel like social media has now become like a reference book.
0: Uh. instead of using
1: <laughs> actual information it's like it, to, it's, for an argument. It's yeah. like
0: it's right. not facts if it's not on the social. It, which is like... And
1: I think it's hard too because like you could have a differing opinion even though it's of the same moral as somebody mm. and you end up getting cancelled. And I have nothing against people who genuinely do get cancelled for being creeps whatever but to a certain point where are we at in society with canceling people
0: yeah like the whole cancel culture I, I i've never been a fan of it because like obviously i feel like some people if they do discuss these things obviously they like of you know, don't listen to them we shouldn't but then some people it's like i feel like we are getting to a point where we can't have conversations and i feel like no. conversations that clash which is ridiculous to me because there's how do we grow if we're just supposed to agree with everything and i feel
1: like also we're a society now that if you had an opinion two years ago and even though your opinions changed since then because you've learned new information you cannot be that new person you will always be remembered as oh you said that shitty thing like five years ago and don't get me wrong like you should be held accountable for what you say but i feel like we're not giving people the benefit of the doubt to actually learn we're forcing people to be like you're fucking wrong get the hell out of here
0: yeah there's, there's almost like no room for redemption
1: no not at all and it's frustrating because you can tell that the thing that we all want is for people to not only hold themselves accountable but to learn but now you're forcing it to being like even if you learned a new thing you still won't be accepted
0: yeah and and that and that's the sad thing about it and i feel like the po- people put too much power into like social media and the internet sometimes and and that's why that those things become relevant and able and they're able to happen because it's like I feel that in the essence, like I always feel like I'm one of the last kids to like actually go outside I'm like, you know, <laughs> of course I grew up with the internet, but it's like, you know, we still went outside. No, we went know.
1: outside all the time. It was until the lights came on. You know yeah, what I mean? Lights come on. Street you gotta lights came on, and then you came inside. That yeah. was pretty much it. You yeah, know I mean? and so
0: it's like I remember that lifestyle. So it's like I do remember life like without all this stuff. 100%. And it's like it's great to live it like that, and then. I feel like now, since so many people are focused on everything that happens on the screen, that they feel like, okay, this I is I think, too,
1: because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I battle with my own issues of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, of course, like, there's some introverted love for social media because you get to be at home but not actually socializing with people. Mm-hmm. And I also know that it's hard, especially during the pandemic, where at this point, it was our only way of communicating with people. Uh. But man there's just times with social media i just gotta dip out
0: yeah because it it, it can be way too much it's too much
1: like i hate sounding like this because there is some form of privilege with it but like there's just some days man i don't want to read about who died and that sounds really privileged i understand that sometimes it's just so hard it's so emotionally draining to just go onto social media you want to like a picture of someone's dog and instead you're reading about like the slaughter of animals or whatever uh, and I'm like oh yeah. my god it, i haven't had my coffee yet. And it, it like, is
0: crazy because it'll hit you right like you know right one after the other right on your timeline just oh like god, you know, know as you scroll and that's the that's the funny part about it like but that's why i feel it's it's one of those things like Good and evil. Of you course, know? of course. It does so much great, but at the same time, there's so much negative that can come, to, come with it that I don't think people recognize it.
1: I agree. And I also feel like you know i was in the beginning you know i was totally an sjw like social justice where i'm gonna go fucking argue because i fucking love arguing yeah and one i of those love making too. people mad like I love
0: that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah right like you know what like my favorite response to people when they're talking i'm like it- can you explain that further can you explain that further and then to a point where they get really frustrated but i also came to the realization that like I have my views and I have my morals and I know I'm an okay person Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily need to post it online for it to be valid.
0: And I feel like that's the security that a lot of people need to gain because I feel like too many people look to gain that security and satisfaction from other people on the social media instead of realizing that. Or I find that they're
1: like, you don't have the morals if you don't post about it. And it's like, just because I don't post about it doesn't mean I don't have it. It means I'm taking care of the people in my life that it's directly affecting first and they know me in real life to know that i'm there for them and i support them just because i don't post it online doesn't mean i don't care
0: exactly you know know, it it really matters what you do in real life because like you know people would be posting online like oh this is though all this is such a tragedy but they really don't give a fuck yeah they don't give a shit (laughs) yeah right like
1: they don't give a shit like you know earlier we were talking about like where i'm from in scarborough that shooting that happened Mm -hmm. on valentine's day everyone's acting like they care as if shootings haven't been happening in my area for such a long time you now care because it's been happening for a long fucking time and none of you gave a shit so maybe that's the bitterness of me that i have to work on too because there's sometimes where i'm like this stuff has been happening for so long why do you care now
0: and i feel like it's just like you said it's a it's a it's a trendy thing because like you know and especially when it's a splashy headline like you were saying because it's like you know young kids and everything like that
1: yeah and even like the blackout tuesday thing why do we need black squares everywhere um, also you're just ruining it for the algorithm so now like black <laughs> artists are not even being found because it's just these people yeah done nothing yeah, and they've like, done
0: absolutely nothing since. Yeah, that blackout Tuesday thing. I did not like that. I wasn't. I was one of those people that did not post the. I did square. not do that either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, because I was like what the fuck because <laughs> i was like what the fuck is this shit i'm like all i see is a black swear i'm like how does this help anything like no it's not, you, you don't even have like a black lives matter is this blackout like it's this, just blackout like, like, like shit like you're better off not coming on here posting anything for the day <laughs> and just have it just be a dry day wouldn't that make more sense the boycott
1: i know <laughs> i know and it's just man i don't know how trends happen i really don't i mean i feel like an old lady saying that. i'm like i don't know how the trends come about but i don't
0: <laughs> you know some people just think things are cool and they just catch on to it, that's all it you know and, and
1: it's taglined for like a month and yeah. then it's like they f- completely forget about it, as if these issues aren't still going on
0: right like that's right? the thing like people always forget that these are these issues are so deep that like you know they don't get it's fixed. hard
1: to like just put it in a social media post. I think that's the thing. Like, if you're gonna really go for it, like, help out with charities. You don't necessarily have to donate money either. Just donate your time. You know, to these issues instead of just making it a social media thing or a performative act. You know what I mean? But, like, the thing is, too, I have to laugh at people who are like, well, you know, Starbucks, for example, right? (laughs) And I was like, of course they're performative. They are a corporation.
0: That's what they're going to do.
1: I may be biased because I used to work there. (laughs) So I was a barista (laughs) at Starbucks for quite a long time. And so I saw how the business went like it's performative as shit like why are you all shocked
0: for real. like with those big co- corporations they're always going to do put something on to like you know make it seem like they care about things because like if they don't then people stop buying their shit like, yeah the but ultimately business.
1: even if for example even if a hundred thousand people stop buying from mcdonald's mm-hmm. mcdonald's is still a multi-million dollar business billion billion even <laughs> better, even even better see like people are still like they're still gonna make money unfortunately and i hate saying that but it's true yeah
0: it's, it's just million customers
1: across Canada daily. yeah that's insanity <laughs> i feel like that's just starbucks on a fucking good day <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean it, pretty much because like you'd be surprised like with all the people that come through and flow through these places but okay now we, like, one thing I honestly do want to get into, like, you know, I said we are going to talk about it earlier. So, you know, oh. as you can see, you know, my friend Maddie, I think one thing people would not believe about you, which is which I didn't at first, is that y- you had time in the military. And I kind of want to know about your whole experience with those couple years that you were in the milita- that uh. you were in there mil- uh, ah, in the military. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't talk.
1: I love it. Um. Okay, well... To preface, I was not in the Canadian military. I was in the Israeli forces. You are conscripted to do your two years. So I did longer than two years, but I did my time. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you say what that means, conscripted to do it? Conscripted yeah. is uh, where you're forced to do it, is the government run. Like North Korea does, Korea, ugh, wow. North Korea That's and South Korea also do it as well. You're conscripted. You have to do your minimum of two years and or you get in trouble whether it's prison or something else Jeez. so I had to do my time um, usually a lot of people are shocked that women are in the military but Israel's pretty mellow about that surprisingly like they're like anybody has to be in the military like <laughs> we, we have to care. put everybody in you we know? don't care everybody could get in yeah it. literally it could be a goat get in here you know <laughs> like
0: <laughs> did you do your two years did you do your two
1: years no <laughs> fuck off you know um i was you know i was fucking 18 man mm-hmm. and like looking back at my 18 year old self like i would have punched myself in the face mm-hmm. you know um I was pretty lost like the military you know at the time i was rebelling pretty fucking hard mm-hmm. and i was dealing with a lot and unfortunately the military was an escape but also a hell at the same time
0: uh.
1: um you know boot camp sucks
0: i can imagine because like uh, like when you see videos of those type of like you know military boot camps it's just like i wonder how bad is it really
1: it's more of like how sleep deprived you are and it's also noticing like a lot of people's different upbringings like a lot of people you notice like obviously most most people are crying during boot camp like Mm -hmm. at least for those three days you are crying (laughs) you are a mess and drill sergeants don't give a shit they will rip your soul apart right um but i needed like i i don't want to commend the military because it's the military but i can admit when they helped me become a more secure person they helped me you know not be such a shit disturber Uh, like i got my shit together with the military a little
0: bit more disciplined
1: yeah a hundred percent that's the perfect word uh disciplined because i had none of it in my life and even though obviously mental health stuff was really affected while in the military i could be thankful of that um and it also gave me a routine. And I thrive. I'm one of those people. I thrive on routine. I need a routine
0: or my whole life is gone. I'm the same way. Like I have a literal like morning routine, like, you know, a little workout that I do after. Like if I don't, I really feel like everything's just thrown off now. Yeah. Like I
1: need a schedule. I can't focus my life without a schedule. And then after I'm done everything on my list or in my schedule, then I can dick off and do whatever.
0: Exactly. But
1: I need... That schedule, and I know some people make fun of me for it, but it's the only way.
0: <laughs> it's I mean, the only way. You gotta know what works for you, like you know. That's the thing, because like well, you know, all cars don't run on the same kind of gas.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I commend people who do like a lot of freelance work and can kind of live their life less structured because Mm -hmm. that thought of that gives me the worst anxiety
0: possible see i'm kind of like in the mix in the in the middle because i do like a routine and a schedule but at the same time i do like i do love being a freelancer every once Mm. in a while where it's just like uh you know one of my favorite sayings is always like never take life too serious because you know you'll never make it out alive
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent
0: i'm like you know i i honestly like live by that just for the main reason where it's just like ah You just never know when things are going to happen. So it's like you might as well just like, you know, have fun and everything. But at the same time, it's a balance of things where you do need to be disciplined and know when you need to get your shit done. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm, For sure. For sure, I don't know I don't really have much to say about the military I think it's like the only time why you really get is obviously with fellow soldiers right because mm-hmm. when you have a bunch of soldiers together we're all douchebags <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden any decorum we've had in society is now gone it's it is completely gone it's
0: a, it's a, it's just one of those things like you just gotta know when you're in it
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I completely, understand, completely yeah. understand. It's like when I get around a bunch of wheelchair people, it's of like, course. You, know, w- w- you know, the, the normies, <laughs> they wouldn't get us, <laughs>
1: they wouldn't understand, they
0: wouldn't understand, you know. But like, you were talking a little bit about like, you know, how it did affect like your mental health, and like a big thing on the show, of course, as you know, is a mental health aspect. And like, you know, I like want to dive into like a traumatic situation that you've had in your life that really that maybe first open your eyes about mental health in general mm. or one that, and like how did you cope and get through I that? I
1: think it's kind of a hard thing because obviously I've dealt with my own stuff but I think I was also I witnessed a lot of mental health struggles um, I think like that's a my people own, own talk about a lot. birth mom you know she had her own struggles mm. and now as an adult I could see why she did the way like the thing she did yeah. I think as a kid I was like what the fuck like you're supposed to be my mom like why are you just laying in bed all day? Like, I need help. But, you know, I think it's always... Unfortunately, it's ran in my family for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my brother and I, one of us, had to get it. Unfortunately, I was the lucky one in that regard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But also, too, like, the mental health in the military, too. Like, you're running on no fucking sleep. Mm -hmm. Getting yelled at constantly in harsh conditions. And... It takes a toll and you know you can only be told you're trash so many fucking times before you snap mm. and i remember a vivid memory i had was so we had to do a thing called twenty-four hour duty, where I'd be standing in the same spot for twenty-four hours, Are you no sleeping. Serious? Yeah, you're patrolling, and it's usually like people we all do it or whatever, and we rotate that shift. And I remember after my twenty-four hour shift with a fellow soldier of mine, uh, we had to go to the gun range because every month you. Get tested with your shooting skills to make sure you're up to par, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And I remember just being so fucking exhausted. I remember being like, this isn't safe. Like, I'm about to shoot a gun. I'm ha- fucking half asleep right now. And i remember one of the guys in my battalion he just started losing it he goes i can't fucking do this like anymore you know and he was screaming at the top of his lungs and the sergeant's telling him like sir like shut the fuck up like you're gonna listen to me and i remember oh, he brought out a knife the guy and he put it to his own throat and was like if you don't let me sleep i'm going to kill myself and i remember seeing that and being like unfortunately not surprised either Oh. but i remember how scary it was because it was that moment of like he was willing to off himself in front of everybody because he just wanted an ounce of sleep and how that really takes a toll all like- he genuinely wanted was at least like five hours of sleep without it being interrupted you know and, and like- yeah like the stress of missing your family too on top of everything you know
0: see these are some things like i couldn't really imagine because like you never think of the thought process of that where it's like you can be pushed to your limits so much where you would say i it's like if you don't let me sleep i am going to permanently sleep because i i'm at this point where i don't give a fuck
1: yeah and then and all they did was give him two weeks off and he had to come back and i was like (laughs) i told too it was like way to get a fucking vacation (laughs) but you knew what i meant i was like dude just get some fucking sleep my guy like just you know yeah
0: like the best that's the best you can do in the meantime between time because it's like i couldn't imagine because like you said being so sleep deprived and then like you said it's not only being yelled at it's like the insults at the same time too
1: yeah and also like a lot of people like even though it could be a stereotype but it's a true thing is that a lot of soldiers end up with substance abuse Mm. addiction because we get paid a lot of money, and the only place around is a bar. Ugh! So people drink, and then it ends up being like their whole paycheck goes to the bar because you just keep a tab going, mm. you know. Mm. And I felt like that's why I can't say the military fully helped because I went from having substance abuse problems in my teens to not and then back to it again Duh. in the thick of it because there was nothing else to do.
0: And like that's the one thing. like You have to have re- recreational things for people, especially like in a situation like that where you're putting someone else in it. Like, you, you already know their life that they're living is going to be harsh because of what you're going to put them through and then at the same time you don't have anything for them to do after yeah and too and like we'd also
1: be sharing barracks so barracks are like the rooms that we Mm -hmm. all like to stay in or whatever. you're sharing a room with fucking somebody and you guys are both pissed off and like you know room checks are like the crucial thing every morning and if your roommate doesn't fucking clean up you're in trouble too Mm. and they know what they're doing right because if one person fucks up in your battalion you all get punished for it So, it's this whole ideology of like, I'm going to fucking kill that
0: person who fucking did it to us this
1: morning. Like,
0: you know. Damn, damn. Like, and then that's a crazy, like, whole thought process. So, like, how did you even cope through that to get through that to, like, you know, get to a better space?
1: Honestly, you know, with my past of doing sports and stuff, I've always really liked activities. So, Mm -hmm. like, when we would be doing PT, which is personal training in the morning, I just put a lot of my aggression into that because it was a good release. But I could also fully admit during those times I was fucking lost. Ah. Like I felt like I was a ghost co- like coasting through those
0: years. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are are generally lost when they're going through a rough time like that too. And it's it's hard to kind of like Find your way, you know, and,
1: and it's also hard because, like, you know, I wanted to quit the military so many fucking times. But then you have family that's like, "Oh my god, I'm so proud of you," <laughs> and you know, they they brag to like their family <laughs> friends, going like, "Yeah, my daughter's in the military," yeah. and then I'm just there like. <laughs> Like, I don't want to fucking be here. And, you know, there's this whole dichotomy, right, in society where they're like, oh, respect our veterans. But at the same time, let's not give them any jobs when they come back out.
0: Which I don't you understand. Know. Because yeah. it's like... Like that's the one thing I, I honestly hate because it's like everywhere you go and you see someone that serve in the, the military they would say oh you know thank you for your service but then at the same time it's like usually when people come back home their lives are always fucked because yeah. there's there's no like bounce back except where there's like, jobs nothing for them to do usually. now I know
1: in the American military they have like Six months prior to your leave, Mm -hmm. they put you in a class where they help you get hired, which is great. Um, That's how I got hired at Starbucks because Starbucks actually hires veterans. So I was like, oh, cool. And they, and they pay good money, good benefits, everything. So I was like, fuck it. Like I'll work at a coffee shop. I'm not beneath that. So, um, and I love coffee Uh, as we discussed earlier. Free coffee. (laughs) Free Free coffee. coffee. Um, But, you know, And it was hard, too, because, like, I think as any Israeli soldier, if there is one that does watch this, they'll understand that, like, you then get irritated at other militaries because, Mm. like, no offense, like, the American military is a fucking joke. And they get to go party and do whatever the fuck they want. And then there was us, who had to be in bed by, like, 9 p.m. And be up at 4. Fuck. Every day. (laughs) So it was just like, (laughs) Fuck and like so one of my times i did um i stayed in south korea for a year and so south korea beautiful place would fucking move back in a heartbeat if oh, i wow. could yeah great place but it was a whole like uh barrack situation there was american mm. soldiers there's canadian soldiers it was an amalgamation and like you know the americans are going out partying on friday night mm. and then there's all this israelis like we have to go to bed sorry
0: see like that i couldn't i couldn't even imagine how that would be you guys are both there for like very similar causes and it's like yeah we're going out to party but you guys are staying in because
1: yeah the israelis are way too fucking serious that's the problem (laughs) we're way too fucking serious (laughs) and you know like not to shit on americans because you know i became good friends with some of them i Mm -hmm. even dated an american soldier at one point in time and like you know the the military is hard for them too and it's gonna be hard for everybody but yeah. of course there's gonna be a little bit of bitterness because you're like you guys get to go do push-ups we have to run up a mountain today <laughs> oh. <laughs> like doing the ruck marches or whatever ruck marches are where you have like a really fucking heavy bag filled with shit and you walk
0: forever jesus yeah And like what, what kind of distances so like you know to explain to the audience like you know
1: nine miles Ooh. men Minimum and one time in South Korea though, because South Korea is fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. we'd have to do those ruck marches up a mountain. Which, to be honest, so worth it because by the time you got to the top of the mountain, it was fucking. The yeah, the view, and then going back down was the fastest fucking thing you ever did. Yeah, it just
0: was all downhill. Yeah, straight up. I'd just be like, this is my favorite time. You know, <laughs> the athlete in you just kind of takes over, right Oh, there. of
1: course, and like even the food in South Korea, fucking bomb, so cheap too. The cigarettes there too, everything, yeah. everything in South barbecue. Korea was <laughs> a Korean barbecue. There is more than just Korean barbecue, sir.
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You know, like I said, I haven't traveled. I don't know. I don't know too much. I don't know too much.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, that was like at least with the military, I met so many different walks of life too. and you know a lot of my family was also in the military like it was like a common thing and you know i initially saw it as like a career point Mm. and thank god i did not pursue it because i think i would still be miserable the money was great but being miserable yeah also i didn't promote or support the ideologies that they were promoting
0: yeah I feel like eventually, like, you had to... It sounds like you had to have that... You came to that fork in the road where it was just, like, happiness and morals over, like, you know... 100%. Career like, path and all the rest. And
1: don't get me wrong. Like, I shit on people who <laughs> the military because I shit on myself for joining it, right? But I also know that I think, you know, a lot of people who are, like, defund the military. Mm-hmm. I agree, but you would all understand there's a lot of people who join the military because of the funding. true. A lot of people are really fucking poor man and they would rather sacrifice their bodies to the military because at least it puts food on the table because the cool thing is about the military is if your spouse for example is in the military you don't have to work and you get a house oh shit you get your own house but you live on base which is fucking annoying so it's Mm -hmm. all the same houses same military families all that jazz yeah
0: so there's always the pros and cons to everything
1: yeah yeah and you know at the time my ex uh he wanted to get married and i was like i don't want to be a fucking military wife <laughs> i told her I was like, i'm not being a military wife it's not happening because i'll fucking kill you because if i can't do anything like if i can't work or anything what's the point
0: and then you're kind of just you're, you're kind of just locked in almost yeah. in a little, like in a little yeah. box yeah
1: and i told him to be my military wife but uh-huh. i did not like that either so like <laughs> ma- so like make a decision you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> he forgot that it could go both ways, exactly, you know. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh man. So now, like, I want to know, like, in a, in a sense, like, what were your like first thoughts, like, when you kind of like went through situations like that, like, aside from this, the military, but like mental, like mental health issues situations, like we were talking about, like earlier, where you said, yeah. Unfortunately, I
1: guess I take it in a very cold manner. I completely shut down inside. Um, I process things way later, hmm. which probably shouldn't be a thing and I can admit that, but I find it's easier in when the situation is happening, I just want to help the person okay. and then my feelings later will come out when I'm
0: alone. So, how do you feel like that that has been like, you know, going forward like with dealing with people in general like, you know, the fact that you kind of like a little sometimes
1: over. like obviously like before like I, I started going to therapy like a long time ago so i've been which pretty great, diligent with great. therapy um and you know i'm on my own mental health medication i'm not necessarily promoting medication but there's nothing wrong with taking it if of course be, not right? because
0: i feel like that's one of the things like again people we need to normalize because like sometimes we we all need things to balance us yeah
1: you and know? you know there's some days where i really fucking need that serotonin i really do and 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 i know that my brain chemically will not make it so i have nothing against you know medication if people don't want to take it that's great on you too it is what it
0: is because like i i I, there's no shame in it because like for me personally i think about it since i have like an injury that's physical and you know i always say people like give me like the benefit of the doubts of things but it's like at the same time i still have to take things like for my bone density yeah because if i don't do that my bones are gonna get weak and i'll probably break a leg or some shit yeah yeah and like
1: even muscle atrophy and stuff like that you know what i mean like i feel like we're now have also like back to society a little bit i feel Mm -hmm. like we've all like there's nothing wrong with oh natural there's nothing wrong with that but there's also nothing wrong with modern medicine too and we can have both it doesn't have to be one or the other like I'm sorry that turmeric shot is not gonna cure my fucking depression (laughs) ma'am like I, I like don't get me wrong like I know you're trying but doing my chakras and saging the house is not gonna change how i feel about a trauma that happened to me when i was a kid like i'm sorry and i feel bad because i see people who do it and live your life you know what i mean like i'm totally about it if it makes your life better and if you're fucking happy go for it you know but i can't don't don't make me do it (laughs) just be really mean <laughs>
0: oh man it's, it's kind of funny because like honestly I get I get where you're coming from don't get me wrong because like you know I feel like there has to be a balance of things have I saged down a couple places of course well, of
1: course and there's nothing wrong with that especially like apartments and shit you yeah, need to like of course you, yeah, you know, bless course. the hell <laughs> exactly. out of this fucking space
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: exactly like you so need all I, the good vibes that's fine by me
0: I totally get it but at the same time it's like they're, like you said there's a balance of things like you know like everyone has like different things that helps them get going like for me personally it's sometimes it's sitting down and talking to one two people because that's why i love ther- that's why i love therapy personally it's mm-hmm. like that's when i like really realized that if i kind of just get this out like i don't feel as bad about it
1: see i used to hate therapy but i love the therapist i have uh-huh. and i found her quite a few years ago her name is ursula and Shout it's hilarious her, so. because i'm Ariel, oh, when Ariel, I when I had Marcia. the red hair, that used to be our joke. But she is so chill to talk to, and it feels like I'm ta- I'm having conversation. Like if I was having a conversation with you, that's what it feels like with her.
0: I I love that. Like my therapist, you know Martha. Shout out Martha. But you know, it was the same thing where it was just like I felt like I was just having regular conversation and. I just loved it. Where it's this point where it's like I've, I've, yeah, I was able to open up more and then realize more things about myself because, like you know, hundred
1: Sometimes you just need to hear your own voice say it. Exactly. Sometimes you do because you don't realize because, like I know, like like I talked earlier about like I self implode. Mm-hmm. And then when I sorry, I totally burped into this microphone. That's okay. I've been burping <laughs> all day. I've been gassy. It's okay. Um, you know after you talk about it you're like oh that fucking makes sense but sometimes you gotta kind of put yourself through it exactly in order to like get it
0: yeah it's like you know you can't explain how it feels to get burned until you get yeah
1: and (laughs) you know the cool thing is is like what i love about ursula the most is that i could tell her something really shitty and she'll just look at me and go that fucking sucks And sometimes that's all you need to fucking hear. (laughs) I don't need to hear about how I have complex PTSD or whatever. I just need a fucking conversation with somebody who's a neutral aspect in my life. Because as much as you can talk to your friends, family, lovers, whatever, there's always going to be some form of bias, right? And I feel bad because I've had this issue with past partners before too. They'll be like, why don't you talk to me about stuff? And Mm. I never mean it in a mean way. I just mean, I'm like i'm too logical so my brain is like i can only talk about this with a therapist until you have a psychology degree and you break up with me and become my therapist i will not tell you anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny because like you know i can i can understand that because like after actually dealing with the therapist like i totally get it because like you know with, with me dealing with martha it was like i didn't want to talk to anybody else when she wasn't there yeah <laughs> I was, right i was like i want to talk people me, take
1: it so personally if you don't open up and it's like but i don't want to and especially even on like on social media i don't want to have to tell my fucking story to make it valid, like valid
0: and i feel and
1: no no sorry but like i don't mind that people do mm-hmm. like go for it own it it's just there's some things i don't want to post on social media and there's feel, some stuff that i just want to talk about with the people i care about
0: and there's nothing wrong with that and i feel like that's the, the one thing that like people need to like really realize more is that sometimes you just need to talk about things with your peoples and you don't not everyone needs to know about this yeah because it's a, it's a you thing and it's all about how it's about you improving yourself because like usually when we're in these like stupors you know we're just trying to get better so with you improving yourself you gotta do whatever you gotta do not yeah show everyone what you're
1: doing yeah you. like honestly sometimes for me it's just taking a fucking shower <laughs> and that's gross i know but i can real talk about depression is some days you're like i'm gonna go a week without fucking showering and i can get away with it because i'll just throw a hat on and some deodorant <laughs> <laughs> no know. and then after i'm always like after my shower i'm always shocked i'm like oh my god i feel so great and then i'm like you fucking idiot pick-up. like i mean just take a shower and feed yourself like that would but sometimes that feels like the mountain yeah, yeah it does it feels like a huge fucking mountain there's times where i have to talk myself into taking shower like i'll be standing there naked in front of my shower like we gotta start we gotta start and i don't want to
0: i feel like sometimes and like it's good that you even like push yourself to that little that even to the edge of like right there to do it because like that's the start you know, yeah because i
1: feel like i hate when we see in society like you especially see it now it's like the it girl where like in the morning they wake up at 6 a.m they have breakfast they work out they write in their journal about their manifestations for the day and then they write about how like what they're like grateful for and then they make their like avocado toast and then they go and do their homework and then they go to dance class and then they do this and i'm like no
0: who, do- who has time for all <laughs> who this who has time
1: for <laughs> Yeah, and they always wear a matching set, like a romper or, like, the cool loungewear thing or whatever, and their hair is always done, (laughs) and the makeup is done, and everything is done, and I'm like, some people, yeah, but for some people, the biggest obstacle is just getting out of the fucking bed in the morning, man. For real.
0: And, like, I feel, like you said, it's something that needs to be talked about more because since everyone's showing their highlights and they're showing things like this it girl who, like, let's be real, does not probably do all that every day. You're like, you know, who the fuck can? Like, and really, I like, tried it. Up.
1: I remember one day I fucking tried it and i just felt like i got a ptsd flashback of being in the military i remember being like because i got up right and i was like i was like it's 400 hours and i'm like oh no like i then started doing my push-ups my whatever and i was like i can't do this
0: <laughs> like, no, 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 this, this feels too familiar to no, some it shit it feels
1: too familiar and like i don't mind doing that shit but like i don't i just feel like as a human being we shouldn't have to accomplish all that every day if you want to accomplish little things that's great if you want to accomplish all that that's also fucking great mm-hmm. but it does it's not a necessity
0: yeah i feel like the big thing like the like what i've said before like you know what i've heard from other people too is that like getting that one one percent better a day because mm-hmm. it's like we don't always got to be fucking 60 percent better than we were oh, yesterday
1: a hundred percent and sometimes like everybody's lifestyle is completely different like i don't have kids mm-hmm. so i'm not you know in comparison to a maybe like a single mom who has to get up early yeah get herself ready feed the kids get the kids ready and do all of that that's a different lifestyle you know and yeah. I, I can say i'm lucky in the sense of like i have pets that i take care of i take care of my dad and yeah. that's a lot Our to deal with yeah. but it's still easier in the long run in comparison you yeah. know i'm not influencing a child yeah. which is so scary to think you know, of bringing oh my up god a
0: creature like, you know, oh my god person. i have
1: a godson and i love him to death he's three um my best friend nicole shout out nicole shout out. um and she's a phenomenal single mom but i look at her and i'm like dude i don't know how you do it because <laughs> he is hyper beyond comprehension like from 6 a.m onwards he nice. thinks every day is jackass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he literally is johnny Knoxville. he's like welcome to jackass yeah. i'm johnny Knoxville." <laughs> he's, he's just
0: crashing into shit yeah like
1: him. he he wakes her up with violence every oh, morning god. she gets kneed in the face and i'm like oh god i'm like dude you have more patience
0: yeah too. i'd be fighting my son if he kept doing that to me I'm i also like, hey. feel like
1: i was raised if i tried to do that shit i was beat
0: yeah honestly
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was smacked upside the fucking head like it hey, what was not
0: yeah, the back, 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 back in back in those days, you know, my, the, that would maybe considered child abuse. The things that would happen. I
1: know, and I hate laughing about this. It, so fucking true, because I feel like you know i've talked to younger people which make me feel so
0: old but uh-huh.
1: like when their parents are like they would put me in timeout, my like, bitch time out didn't exist yeah, that was never a
0: thing for me it
1: was, whatever, <laughs> it was whatever was in my mom's hand like if it like thank god like i didn't piss her off in the kitchen or whatever because she would like use a frying pan whatever and she'd be like you fucking stupid
0: and like that's the thing, like cause like you know, my my like my parents are like from Jamaica, so you know they immigrated here. Yeah, obviously me growing up here, I'm not gonna lie. You know, my mom and dad watch the show, so you know I'm not lying, you guys. They did not beat me much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got away with a lot, but I did catch my one twos. Yeah, like, of course. And it's and it's one of those like it's a it was one of those like I I kind of appreciate it in the long run because I felt like it kind of like in my sense for me because like obviously it wasn't. A point where I felt like I was being abused, but it was more like I know I fucked up. Probably I deserved. To I something. felt
1: like I never knew the concept of what abuse was. Maybe now I could be like, "Hey, they abused my yeah. brother and I a little bit," Ooh. but like at the same time, we turned out to be better people. Like That's I remember crazy. my father's big thing was like, "No offense, I'm not neg- negotiating with a four year old," because I remember people are like, "You can't hit your kid." My dad's like, "She has no concept of right or wrong." Goes until she gets to an age where she knows what the difference between right or wrong is. I won't have a conversation, I will establish who's right, yeah. And I mean, that's hard, but at the same time, like, four come on, at four, you have no logic
0: of anything. I mean, at the of four, like, yeah, you know. it's, that, it's that hard give and take where it's like. He's got a solid point. You you can't you can't really say eh, no nah, because it's like what you really going let a four year old run your household? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no.
1: Now would I raise my kids like that? No. Exactly. But you know, I, I turned out okay. A bit, <laughs>
0: a little bit.
1: <laughs> At least I turned out okay. society. It's yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm you not. I'm by. not trying to kill people, so it's fine.
0: I think if you do that, that's an accomplishment
1: exactly exactly and i think too like when our parents were raised too it was the norm
0: yeah exactly because like when i speak to my parents about how like their parents raised them they would they would say it themselves it's it's probably child abuse yeah because like straight up
1: (laughs) straight up i remember one time when i first immigrated here i got to see the CNE
0: for the first time you know that was the
1: highlight i was like what and anyways i had run away to go look at dogs and my father was like where the fuck is she Ooh. and he found me and in front of everybody he pulled my pants down beat my ass
0: in front of everybody.
1: <laughs> and i remember this one lady came up to him like you know that's abuse and he goes do you want her well, <laughs> you get to have her she that backpack she's wearing that's everything she's bringing with her so you either call child services or you shut the hell up and the lady turned away and i was like ma'am ma'am ma'am
0: i'm getting my ass
1: whooped in public can you please help me help me (laughs) help (laughs) me (laughs) that part kevin hart part that was literally me as a child like help me
0: help me i'm being mortified in
1: front of everybody like i hated it now i just laugh at it but like
0: i mean that's the funny thing that, that kind of leads into one of my next questions where it's like you know how we've in life a lot of times i have to feel like people take the pain and turn it into like a positive and use it as a motivator and like you seem like a person that definitely does that so like how I, have you done i that feel like i motivated?
1: have to because before i used to wallow in it mm. and i came to the conclusion i love wallowing in misery oh. but it doesn't do anything it just continues a vicious cycle
0: But i like to say, like, that kind of, like, really kind of reminds me of, like, almost, like, when I I read, uh, I think it was The Fuck. I don't even remember the book right now. But I do remember that it added something about, like, negative, whenever you're going through a negative time, it's like watching static on the TV. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it sounds like when people, like, sit there and just watch the static constantly, you can get, just get drowned in it sometimes.
1: 100%. And you can also get to a point where you've become so used to it the thought of that pain not being there is terrifying
0: oh it's the it's the weird thing about being comfortable in the pain
1: yeah and i felt like that's something i had to deal with a lot and i'm still processing even through therapy was that i enjoyed destroying myself and that's something that you always have to just work on and i think it's easier said than done though and i think too it's also hard because we on one hand you want to allow people to feel how they feel because it's justified and you should feel how you want to feel but when do you stop Mm. when does it become not helpful to you anymore and i don't want to say for people to forget what has happened to them that's not what i'm saying and i'm not saying that you can't be angry Uh, if somebody did something to you but i think we have to work through it we have to just live with it and i hate saying it like that but it's true you just have to live with it
0: see like it's funny like we were talking about this earlier like you know before we started filming and i feel like for me as someone who's like gone through a lot of pain i feel exactly what you said we do have to live through it because you can't just dwell in that because you'll you forever get lost and like from there you just do a lot of things that are just completely more destructive and it's you know it's just and you don't
1: cycle. even realize man until you're in the thick of it exactly. and then you're like oh my god <laughs> what, the fuck, what, what the fuck is happening <laughs> or you're like me you wake up in some coke done you're like how did i get here <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know it's just crazy but like at the same time i do feel like we need that pain because it builds a character in us and it lets us really appreciate the good times
1: of course now do i wish like certain traumas on people of course not yeah. but you know you can't change the past as much as you want to
0: exactly man
1: i would love to change the past but then i would wonder how i would be now
0: exactly yeah it's funny because like we always think sometimes like, you know, going back and, like, doing things differently, but doing things differently could make you, put you in a worse position than you are Oh, right of now. course,
1: of course. But I think it all also depends on people's individual traumas, too. Yes, like, it's sure. hard to lump this all into one thing because everyone's traumas are completely different, yes. and also how everybody perceives their drama, like, their traumas are completely different as well.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing, because, like, I feel, especially with this whole, like, mental health thing, mental health as a whole, like, I feel it's always lumped together. <laughs> when there's so many different aspects to
1: especially it. because like something that you and i could laugh about yes. could debilitate somebody
0: else oh for sure because like you know i'm pretty sure we've both seen some fucked up shit in times and it's like we could laugh about it now but like a lot of people to like, be
1: fair i think we both also have a dark sense of humor i have t- i feel like i have to laugh about things or i'd cry
0: yeah I always say that it's better to laugh than cry. Cause like, it's funny. I would always make like wheelchair jokes around people. And, <laughs> I like, love people that People hate shit. it. They <laughs> hate it. Cause they look at me they're like,
1: <gasps> Cause they don't know how to laugh. Exactly. Cause they, they're like, Oh, if I laugh, they're going to get mad. It's like,
0: I'm making the fucking joke. <laughs>
1: yeah. For real. Like laugh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So no.
0: it's like, I feel like people really do need that. Like dark humor because that's, it's way better to laugh than cry about it. Cause at the end of the day, we're all gonna go through shit
1: 100 percent. and unfortunately as macabre as it sounds we're all gonna die one day man mm-hmm. we're all gonna get there and that is what it is
0: and i feel like since we are <laughs> laugh about the times in between
1: yeah fuck <laughs> it like i have to laugh about it like it's just who i am like i'm that terrible person at a funeral who has to make jokes because she's uncomfortable <laughs> within the human spectrum of emotion <laughs> and i remember back in school there was this one friend we had and she like was like my best friend and i were talking about our traumas and this other girl just starts crying she goes you guys are really fucked up <laughs> we her and i because my best friend and i are laughing like we are just making oh, fun God. of the traumas we've been through she goes you guys are so jaded and i'm like yeah i know but that's how we live yeah that's how we live though like we have
0: to it's true like i feel like we, we can never dwell in it because like no you, you got to move on you got to live through you got to push through like yeah
1: especially like i find especially with mental health you can just get your brain into such a dark space that like i need to find a way
0: out exactly because
1: i'll just stay there and that's not a great place yeah. for my loved ones as well
0: mm-hmm. and uh, so it's like you know if Having a dark sense of humor is that flicker of light. Then fuck it, follow. Yeah, them. I just don't <laughs> post
1: it on social media. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It's only my two friends know. Yeah, right. only the people
0: who know you know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like and that's how
0: it should be. I feel because like you know, those are like again the difference between you know the internet and in, in real life. whereas like 100%. you know sometimes you know, not everyone needs to know how you are in real life you know because sometimes you know, not everyone's gonna understand yeah, also,
1: not everybody gives a fuck not
0: and true. i feel like an asshole saying but there's
1: times on twitter where i want to just write underneath someone's post no one cares i think a
0: lot of people need to hear that though
1: there's just times where I just want to be like, this is so much information on social media. Like, I don't need to know that your vagina had BV the other day.
0: Like, oh I don't God. need. Yeah, no <laughs> one cares <laughs> to hear that. No one like, cares to hear that. I'll have girl
1: talk. Like, I'll have girl talk with anybody. Like, fuck it. Like, in person, fine. But, like, I. Yeah, like, the I, internet
0: did not know, need to know. Yeah, about the your internet vagina doesn't need like to that. know.
1: And this is coming from somebody who poses nude online. And I'm telling you, I still don't need to know. <laughs>
0: so there you have it you know not every keep it keep some things to yourself
1: but see that's why i also keep it to myself as in like i just won't say anything because yeah i still have those days over i'm like no one fucking cares
0: but you know like i said it's always a balance of things i feel like that's yeah. the one thing that you know you, you kind of like learn to Maneuver through with you know, with all, all the things that you've been going through in your life is like having that balance of like I
1: try, I try. Like I have my good days and my bad days, of course. But really. you know, but I, I'm I'm trying. That's been my whole method in life is just try.
0: <laughs> just trying. Now, now on the you know on the terms of just trying, like going forward now, like you know futuristic things, like you know what's going on, what's going, what's, what's 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 ah fuck, I can barely talk nowadays. Well, what is what does the future hold for you, Maddie? Like you know. Um,
1: well, I'm really hoping to just get a place of my own. Like I would love to own a house with a flower studio in the back or something Ooh, like course. that. Like I would turn the either go, the garage, or I have plans of like building like a shed studio in the back. Um, right now, I'm trying to not plan my life like ten years in advance, like I used to. Um, I I'm trying show. to just <laughs> let it be, especially because like you know. My father is really sick, so I'm just focusing on processing that and dealing with all the financials of that and everything, Mm -hmm. Um, and just going from there. Like I would love, obviously, to continue my future with flowers. I love it; Um, it's something I'm really enjoying and finally happy with. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise, yeah, like I'm just trying to take things slow, especially with what's happening in the world right now
0: i, I definitely agree with that because i always feel like especially like after i got shot i was a person that i hates to plan like really like too far ahead because it's like at the end of the day like you know i've been a situation where like i could not be here so i'm not really trying yeah, to plan too far ahead and you know
1: and you know like i can admit that like i'm a bit of a control freak <laughs> <laughs> i can admit that i'm a control freak and that makes me great for like employment but <laughs> for everyday life it doesn't like
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's best to like you know all right we're just gonna take yeah, it Yeah, like, like you know, i'm day just gonna mellow
1: the fuck out for a little bit you know like i would love to get back into doing like art shows and stuff like that but that's just something that if it comes up great if mm-hmm. it doesn't i don't care either so i think my main thing is just i would like to buy a house obviously not in toronto because no one can fucking afford it
0: No, oh,
1: yeah
0: of uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, don't get to start us about that don't get a start about that topic
1: yeah but you know i don't know necessarily like if i want to live in canada mm. or i want to move away away but we'll see
0: so well, interesting topic before we cut this out if you were to move away what would be the the, the destination that you would mm, go to there's a couple okay so Top five
1: mm, okay so i used to also live in germany because my family's half german half israeli okay, so we okay. have the german side which germany is like cool like europe's all right mm-hmm. um but i would probably either choose like sweden or south korea
0: oh going back to south korea you're, yeah. you're the same no for, for
1: real <laughs> south korea beautiful beautiful and i loved like the people there great people uh like i said like everything is relatively cheap it's also just like a beautiful country mm-hmm. um now to be fair canada is beautiful as well mm-hmm. you know i was one of those that when <laughs> when i immigrated to canada my family was like we're gonna do a road trip across canada so you can see all of canada oh, wow.
0: you, go, you have the lucky experience yeah <laughs> except
1: for like after a while it was just like oh my fucking god yeah like, when you're in
0: the middle it's it's just nothing <laughs> it's just
1: nothingness you know it's so nothing. nothingness it's is like it's, just it's so boring because like you know in europe you fucking drive you're in another country i'm in the same yeah. fucking province for yeah, like three days. days
0: yeah it <laughs> take you like two days to get out of ontario <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> out of ontario we're not even, we're not even going nowhere yet <laughs> we're
1: going nowhere but in europe it's like oh an hour you're in italy now i'm like wow magical magical
0: see that's one thing i do kind of want to experience that like because like with being in such a big country where it's like everything's so kind of like far away from each other i've never had that like okay yeah a couple hours i highly
1: suggest if you do travel in the future i did this i went to england and then i took the train right across europe
0: i've always heard about
1: and it's a beautiful train Mm -hmm. and i find it was a lot of fun because you're also not dealing with like the flights bullshit and everything Mm -hmm. it's still like annoying because you're on a train and as someone who's a cigarette smoker i'm like oh
0: oh god (laughs) i need to get outside
1: (laughs) but i think nothing like i think i I, like i handled it better than i thought considering i flew from south korea to toronto and that's a 24 hour flight they stop off in hong kong and Mm -hmm. then you go to toronto but still. but i highly suggest the train is the best part because you can get off at different stops and like actually like see Europe and stuff and it's so much fun because it was like from England to France is like two hours. Ooh. Barely. And it's underneath the water.
0: It's oh. a channel
1: in the water so you go right underneath and you come out right in Paris. Wow. Yeah.
0: See, now, now go, we got a little geography lesson here on the, on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you know, for you guys who didn't
1: know. Uh, I'll listen i love writing out people like maps and shit like you go here and you go here and you gotta go eat from here like i'll do it i love that shit see once again the control freak i don't watch friends but i've heard i'm very much a monica
0: honestly now that you said that you i do get the monica vibe a little bit you know a little monica mixed with phoebe mixed with phoebe yeah
1: you know? i'll take that as a call i love phoebe yeah
0: phoebe's the best phoebe's the best <laughs>
1: nobody likes ross it's okay this is kind of weird no he's not. the worst it's- when he freaked, okay. I didn't watch Friends, but my friends watched Friends, so I would watch. Yeah, I'll say it. Um, I watched that episode where he freaked out because his son was playing with Barbie dolls instead oh, yeah. of GI Joes. I was like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut it the is, fuck up, Ross!" Which kind of awkward
0: because he's the the, the the paleontologist. Like you know, he you play with dinosaurs. You play, play with
1: dinosaurs, motherfucker!
0: As a grown ass man.
1: it's also like you're the dumbass who was like yeah i'm gonna let my wife sleep with another woman while i watch like get the fuck out of here man yeah
0: you're You're a cuck you
1: can just admit that you're a cuck like you don't need to like be like i can't believe she cheated on me so i'm gonna blame women for the rest of my fucking existence
0: i mean that's what he did he did get divorced three times this is true but
1: there has to be a reason why it can't just be her oh no yeah yeah, for real it was ross ross the worst god <laughs>
0: well, anyone named ross sorry please stay, away from, stay away from maddie you know or rob uh, okay you know. <laughs> you know i
1: mean i, I got a few names it's okay we can have our like death note list or whatever because i watch a lot of anime if also by the way like my hobbies include anime i should have brought that up anime
0: that that definitely that makes a lot of sense with the whole south korea thing too like you know (laughs) it kind of all i'm a little bit of a weeb yeah you know anime
1: because anime is what makes me cry Really? it gets me to actually have emotions wow. like i'll watch these beautifully done animes and i'll just be sobbing for days <laughs> and it's like my way of releasing all the pent-upness i have within me because it's like oh this is
0: sad so i'm gonna make myself even sadder and i'm gonna cry mm, it's like a combination of the two and then you're just yeah. like you know i'm a deep dive into this with my oh, yeah own and there's also
1: like so many animes that like they tug at your heartstrings
0: very true the stories the stories are deep I, i'm not i'm not gonna cap and act like you know i've read a lot you know or many yeah, you know, Well but if you
1: ever want to have a good cry <laughs> i'll send you a few because there's somewhere especially because a lot of them like involve children so uh. your heart is even like oh my god <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and all that stuff.
0: That makes sense. They they, they know the, the heartstrings to tug at. That's why. Yeah, you know?
1: I know that anime gets a bad rap because obviously like a lot of fan service and shit. But no, yeah, you can true. ignore that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like you know, just 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 look over that part.
1: Yeah, you know, just look over it or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh man, but you know, I I really did have a, a great time. Like I've here. I was so
1: nervous for this. Honestly, like I was I'm always like nervous I'm gonna fucking everyone. stutter i was th- i was
0: not doing more than you, and, I, you know?
1: and i'm like i feel like i'm such like a boring person in the sense of like i just live my life you know what i mean
0: i feel like a lot of people do and that's like why i want to bring people on the podcast no of so, course you
1: know? i saw it and also like obviously being best friends with ashley i saw it too i was like oh this is sick like this is really nice because i love listening to podcasts too mm-hmm. but it's always like know he's usually true crime podcast oh no same with me
0: I love, or, I love that too
1: or canada land is a good one really good i love like listening to people being unhinged i think that's my whole theme of life is being unhinged
0: yeah and like one thing i love to bring out it was that like everyday people we all have a little story to tell
1: oh of course and
0: that's why i love like you know giving people that, uh, that opportunity to be like, okay, like 100
1: percent. i love that shit too like i always like even you know talking to homeless people man they got a story yeah, everyone's got a story they probably got a
0: better story than most. oh people. my god
1: i know sometimes like when i used to work at starbucks it was near a homeless shelter so um, they used to come in and like i used to find out like all these interesting stories and it was like fuck talking to people is actually pretty chill sometimes when you don't hate everybody
0: exactly (laughs) you know when your mind opens up it's so it's so much easier oh of
1: course of course
0: That's just the thing but you know slowly people will ah, fuck recognize that see what i'm talking about i'm more tongue-tied than anyone else here this is getting fucking ridiculous.
1: Don't worry, my hands sweating over this fucking. It's mic.
0: okay. We 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 will call it a wrap. You know, say we're gonna wrap it up here. You know, saying we mm-hmm. will one podcast. My good friend Maddie came through. We killed another one, and <laughs> we're gonna see you guys again on the next one.
1: Bye. Yeah. This is yeah it's Love. That was great. We That was so good.